Welcome to Film Shapes, the podcast. New to the Yabba? Yes. Staying long? Yeah, just tonight. Oh, that's hard luck. Want to see a bit more of the Yabba than that. Well, hello there, and welcome to Film Shapes. This week, we watched Wake in Fright on ABC iView. Now, this is a digitally restored version of the film, directed in 1971 by Ted Kotcheff, and starring Gary Bond, Donald Pleasance, Chips Rafferty, and Jack Thompson. Uh, first, let's say hello to Rolly. Hello. How are you going? Pretty well. Good. And hi to Hutchie. How are you going, Hutchie? I'm good, Shady. Thanks for having me along. No troubles, no troubles. So, gents, um, what did you think of this film? Let's go to Rolly first. Oh, well, I mean, I'm really thankful to have seen this film, finally. I've never, you know, I've heard of it. It's always been in the background of my kind of sphere of knowledge, but I've never seen it before. So actually watching it was a, a really enjoyable experience. Not always enjoyable, mind you, um, which will, for the reasons <laughs> for which we'll go into. Mm. But... Um, but yeah, very happy to have seen it. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's basically it's uh, to me it's almost it's it's a film that that follows the beer, is what I was thinking. Ah, how do you mean? Well, just about every scene is has got some form of uh, beer type beverage in it. Mm. Yeah, and true. Um, and yeah. I realised that at some point it's like oh, you know, if you um, you know, this story could be told as much of a, a story of, of the flow of the beer as it is about anything else. But, of yeah. course, it's about other things too. It, but Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could have one of those little infographic things, right, where you just rack up a, a little midi every time you see one on screen or something. Or maybe you could have a drinking game for this film. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I was thinking. That would be awful. <laughs> yes. Happy, <laughs> uh, what did you reckon then? I was the same as Rolly. I was actually really excited to sit down and, and watch it because, it, yeah, it was a film I'd heard a lot about, but never I'd never seen it. Mm. And, you know, this came from a, a social media kind of conversation, didn't it, Shady, where you were talking, you had made a um, an Aussie film list, yeah. Australian film, um, yeah, classics. So it was a good opportunity to, to dive in and watch it. And, um, yeah, look, I'm still thinking about it. I don't know if I enjoyed the experience mm. of watching it that much. Yeah, yeah, there were some odd things. I mean, this, it, it, I guess the, the main controversy is that, that kangaroo hunt, isn't it? Uh, oh, if we jump out. straight into yeah. it. Uh, yeah, well, what well, do you think, think about that, fellas? I think the sad thing about the kangaroo scenes in it, um, you know, because you're forced to watch, I guess, 20 or so kangaroos being shot. And it feels really that, the filmmakers are kind of exploiting this practice in the making of the film. And then at the end of the film, you kind of read a disclaimer saying this was a real kangaroo shoot. And it, and it's almost like they wanted to put that much of the death of the kangaroos in so that they could, you know, kind of almost make an argument for the other side of saying, we, you know, we shouldn't be killing kangaroos like this, but it came across a little bit more as an exploitative kind of thing. And definitely mm. the, the, People that would have seen this film, that would have put a lot of people off seeing this film, just hearing about that scene, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, they, they do they, they do culls now and again, don't they, as well? But uh, I, 
I was shocked at the butchery section. Like they left like chopped up bodies. What well, they don't do that when they hunt kangaroos, do they? Well, you got to chop them up at some point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, okay. But leaving them out there, I th I thought that would have been done in a more, I don't know, m m humane, I suppose is the word way. But yeah. I think I think nowadays more um, they they would they would use them for pet food and other things. Um, um, they certainly wouldn't leave them out. Um, you know, mm. spreading, you know chance of spreading disease or whatever it might be. I don't actually know this, but um, um, I, I sort of got this feeling, the same as you, Rolly, like oh, it was good that it was in the credits and maybe it's good to expose what these um, are really like, but at the same time they look like they're having the time of their lives, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. That, I mean, it's deliberately disturbing, but, yeah, mm. it was a hard watch, wasn't it? Yeah. I suppose well, that's that's part of the... the the change in that character, right? He he's you know completely different at the end of the film, and that's probably the midpoint of his of his weird arc, I suppose, isn't it? Well, the funny thing is, apparently the the roost shooters they did have doing this as well for the film because they were professional or so called professional roost shooters, whatever mm. that meant in the nineteen. When was this film made? 1971, Yeah. Um. So, but the professional roost shooters on this shoot apparently were getting just as drunk as the characters would have been in the film really on the actual oh. roo shoot and the crew got so sick of it and all and disgusted with the whole process that apparently they faked a um a, some sort of power outage of their equipment to end the whole thing early at least right. that's what i read on wikipedia okay. so sorry about that but but yeah i'm curious i was really curious about that how how it all played out. And apparently, yeah, they were quite drunk. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. There were so many shots that weren't kill shots, um, mm. which would be, you know, what would be the, the rule, the law around around that. Um, yeah, geez. Yeah. That's interesting. No role, so, yeah. All right. So I guess mm. the film sort of stands at this point in time, where, you know, and, and I guess with films like this, they speak a, a little bit more of a... Um, yeah, whatever the filmmaker's intentions were, it's a film of its time. So it just it just can't help but show what things were like then, even if the filmmakers had different intentions to what they thought they were showing. That, that's interesting because the um the director's Canadian and the writer who adapted it from a, a novel or a small short novel anyway, the writer's Jamaican. So they kind of had this, you know, outsider's eye, and they used it to oh, pretty good wow. effect, I reckon. So. I had no idea that that changes my perspective on it quite a lot because I thought mm. it was a really interesting film for its take on Australia as something different, but maybe that's why because it's from someone outside. I'm well, fine the, with the, that too. Well, the the writer of the book, uh, Kenneth Cook, I think his name is, he was a journo in Australia, so he he's the Aussie in that little triumvirate. But the other two guys, yeah, they they weren't really you know too au fait with the Australian psyche i suppose so that yeah so there's a few scenes where it looks a little bit like someone peering into the culture i reckon mm. Mm. it had a very surreal feel to it as well i thought at the beginning with the the train stations and the train and just mm. the interactions with people I, it was like almost like a a um oh, all i can think is ennio morricone who was the filmmaker sergio the like sergio yeah. leone once upon a right. time in the West or something. It, yeah. it reminded me of that style of film. And I was really, it was, it was refreshing to see an Australian film that was 
that's done in that way because it, you know, it didn't seem to have quite the cliches that that Australian cinemas thought maybe mm. it's a bit controversial, but it seems to have fallen into a, a more cliched territory these days. Right. Um, the the actor being English as well, maybe that sort of set him aside as, you know, quite the outcast in that. It, what was it? Bundan, Bundan Yabba or something? Bundan Yabba? Bundan Yabba. Yabba. The Yabba. The Yabba. What, you don't yeah. like the Yabba? <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. great, Out wasn't it? Person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe him being an English actor or an English character, anyway. Um, but mind you, Donald Pleasance was was also English, but I think he was pulling Aussie in that, wasn't he? The the Doc character. Oh right, right. He's he was English the best actor. character, I thought, Doctor. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really did not click with the lead British guy. He drove me crazy, man. Mm. Yeah, well, he was a wanker. Really- He's a real wanker, isn't yeah. he? He's supposed to be, I think. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. that pompous um, delivery. I was just yeah. reading as well. It was, it was a British producer as well. So you okay. know, maybe that yeah. kind of angle of, like you say, like looking at Australia culture from outside eyes. Um, yeah. But I, I just, yeah. um, the, I love the opening shot and the, and the music. And I got really excited thinking, oh, we're in for something really, um, really different and the, and the soundtrack's going to be amazing and it quickly sort of s- turned into something more less comfortable you know what mm. i mean um i mean probably yeah. up to up to the scene where he you know he's been drinking and gambling and they're, they're back at the house and there's you mm. know a fine lady who's mm. a bit of a um, succubus a bit of <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was oh, yeah. going to go all alien at that point there. Yeah, that's where I, I thought I that figured too. It, yeah. I, I thought yeah, it might right. have gone a bit horror, horrific at, at least. Like yeah, I thought there was something else. The, the title of it sort of, I don't know if the title threw me away. I thought it was more of a horror film than, than it actually turned out to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be, you know, yeah, heads coming off type film. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is, well, that's the thing. And instead it becomes this kind of homoerotic um, mm. Forbidden adventure. Well, is that mm. the reason it's titled like that? Was his awakening in in fright? Like he'd realised what he'd done. Is that what that's all about, or is it just the the general like what the fuck is oh. happening? I can't get out of this fucking place. You know, what do you reckon? I don't. <laughs> can yeah. we talk? Can we drill into that? Um, do we all agree that that he had a that 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 experience resulted because it wasn't really shown what happened. On the oh, night let's, let's in question agree, with think, his mate. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah so, I, I, I think so. So he has this this presumably first homosexual experience with one of these oh, blokes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I reckon there would have been fil- people that saw this film in the day that that didn't even twig to that. So that yeah. they said, I think oh, they, yeah, no, so they never slept together. No, nah, come on, mate. Wouldn't have done that. I, I, I reckon um, probably the people who saw it originally didn't have a clue because a lot of that stuff was cut from the original, apparently. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. they snipped. I mean, they had a. There was some wrestling stuff. For example, him waking up in the buff early on. That's he wakes up with jocks on. For example, um, the scene where Donald Pleasance, the doc, is over him, and it looks like there's going to be some sort of action. They cut that completely as well. So, yeah, maybe, yeah, right. maybe the original stuff was trimmed for seventy sensibilities, I guess. 
So the version we saw was different to the original. Yes. Then. Well, the, I, I guess that's the, no, that mm. not the original. I, I guess it's the one that they cut for American audiences, I think, if I remember reading that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They, and I think that also went along to, to snipping out lots of the butchery as well. So. Yeah, yeah so it's a really interesting hand. film. Mm. It is an interesting film in the sense that it was obviously, uh, you know, the horror. The only horror was, you know, if you look at it through this guy's uh, perspective, the school teacher's perspective, where he's had this kind of gay experience that the next day he's kind of so horrified that he's going to kill himself. You know, it's quite a yeah. It, it's quite an interesting subject matter for a film of that era to take on, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not sure the the book. I read somewhere the book doesn't. Once that scene happened, Doc doesn't appear again in the in the book. Apparently, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't know what that has anything to do with, but. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably quite touchy for the the seventies, isn't it? I didn't feel like that was the premise of the film, though. I thought that was a small part of it to me. Yeah, but I'm wondering why they why. So you reckon the wake in fright, you know, uh, significance is just that this guy's waking up to the fact that he's stuck in Australia. Do you reckon that's more like it? Yeah, he's, you know, he's on this journey to go and see his beautiful lady in Sydney and and um, greed and and alcohol get in his way. Mm, yeah. Uh, and and, and, and Aussies, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's led down this path through his own decisions. Yeah. But, mm. uh, it's like yeah. it's like watching a movie with a with a hangover and a severe cold. You know, you get those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 yeah I figured that, it's funny that though. Kind yeah. of, I thought it was kind of that, that little scene with with um the doc. I, I thought that was kind of the midpoint of where he starts to flip out and realize that he's not actually going to do what he set out to do. You know, get to Sydney, see his girlfriend, and whatever. And eventually he ends up back at Tib Tibunda. What was that place called? Tibunda. The oh, very something like place. that, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's bookended. Well, the... it's, you know, that's that, that's him. And they said, "How was the holiday?" Yeah, the best. That yeah. was another area where the film I thought was trying to make a bit of a political statement was. Uh, and there's a few, yeah, there's a few political statements going on at once in this film. But it's the whole remote teachers mm -hmm. situation in Australia. You know, where a teacher has to work in these remote areas before come, becoming a, a fully blown instructor. Yeah. Is that, I mean, that's, that's still the case in Australia. I think I've heard, I've heard some teachers talk about this. They have to go up North and be in a tiny little community for a year or so yeah. before they, you know, get, get down to the Yeah. City so you again. do get a, you get a lot of young, young teachers, you know, at early stages of their career experiencing the wildness of the Australian outback. It doesn't sound mm. like that bad a thing, but, there is negatives to it as well, and they they don't always bring the um, the best to the community necessarily, mm. um, especially when you add alcohol into the mix. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. but it's interesting to see the same things going on now. You know, after all this time. Yeah, fifty years. But ago, it, the, the 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 interesting thing there was that he had to pay a thousand dollars or whatever it was mm. to actually be able to go out and teach there. So he's he's got this debt hanging over his head. These days you get like a remote area um, fee and all that sort of, you know, teachers yeah. can earn quite money working out yeah. in the remote areas. Um, so I think they okay. should have played a 
little, they should have played that a little harder in the film, the desperation of, you know, there's the gambling scene. He's trying to win that $1,000, which will sort of free him from that debt, meaning he doesn't have to teach anymore. He can move on. You know, that's the that's the clincher, isn't it? And that's what, yeah. why he keeps going to the two-up circle, which is a great scene. The two-up is such yeah. a great scene. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's, yeah, I love that's that. right. I think you're on to something there, Bubba. That didn't seem to be such a motivating factor until we realised, oh, what's he? why is he so keen on this? Oh, that's right. He's He needs a grand to get. I mean, it wasn't set up yeah. like that, really, was it? No, it wasn't. No. Mm. And he's back in his hotel room and he can't. He has to go back to the to the um, two-up. To yeah. Try and get that thousand bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does seem a bit sudden, doesn't it? Yeah, when yeah. he when he mm. suddenly I could get out of it. But, you know, whereas his life before that as a teacher didn't look that unpleasant necessarily. Oh, it was nice, just yeah. boring, just yeah. deadly boring. Yeah, and hot. Yeah. Yes. Um, some yeah. of the some of the lines. Remember some of these? It's, I reckon there's some great lines. Everybody asking him, "Oh, you're new to the to the yabba?" You know that kind of thing. A few people asked him that. He got wound up every time. Um, Chips Rafferty, the cop, that's his last feature film at, at the mm. same time as Jack Thompson making his first feature film, which is quite an interesting bookend, I reckon. Oh, wow. With, um, very famous actors. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the one other thing I mentioned, which I found really uncomfortable to watch, was the performance of the hotel reception girl. Did anyone else get that <laughs> feeling? That yeah. was great. <laughs> She was so weird. That was just so weird. Very creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I like seeing all the old notes, though, just, just on that. Here's your dollar. And it was that little brownie. You remember that little yeah. fucking brown dollar note? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple of purple fivers in the wallet, you know? Yeah. Just found a site yeah. that has Wake and Fright um, quotes. Oh, yeah. A look. Great, yeah, great. Quote, quotes.net. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a doctor of I like medicine this one and where he's temperament. <laughs> Right. Yes, that's the doctor. Right? Yeah. Explaining his alcoholism, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, th- just a really s- subtle line when the the cop says to that dude, "You're still here. I thought you were shipping out on Saturday." And he just says, "Oh, yeah. I I got I got involved. That was all. I just got involved. It's great." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just just before we wrap this up, fellas, this director who I'd never heard of before. He made um, First Blood and Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, did he? No way. (laughs) Check that out. He's been around this fella. A few other films in the 70s as well, which are reasonably well-known. But, yeah, it's strange. The first Rambo film was this this Canadian director, Ted Kotcheff. Wow. Yeah. I just had a quick quick read about um, his experience uh, with the the roo shooting thing too, and he was actually um, vegan. At the time, oh no, oh god! And he and he said he went out on the on the roo shoot with his British producer, and the producer fainted in the back of the Ute. <laughs> there it is. So oh it wow! Life. Yeah, shit. So yeah, I wow. mean those those dudes were really you know waking in fright at that scene. I suppose. And you know they? what? I have no doubt that those roo hunters <clears throat> would have been throwing it on a little bit extra for the foreigners, oh yeah the yep. foreign filmmakers in tow yeah but it's perfect it's mirroring that that the actual characters isn't it yeah wow that's cool yeah but yeah that was a good a good suggestion there hachi thanks for that i I quite liked watching this this is one i thought oh yeah yeah again like you guys 
I'd heard about it and not seen it, so yeah. I'm glad I've seen it. So. Well, I think yeah. it comes to that thing as well where a film, you know, it doesn't have to be an enjoyable watch. You know, it can make you uncomfortable and, and be difficult. And it actually, yeah, it actually can, you can come away with a more interesting experience from that type of film in some ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, guys, thank you very much for, for joining me for Wake in Fright tonight. Um, we'll see you again next time. Thank you. See you later. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. New to the Yabba? New to the Yabba. Like your place? No, I think it's bloody awful. You don't like the Yabba? No. Will you have a drink? No, I'm toying with this one, thanks. Well, drink it down or buy another. Look, I'm flat broke and I can't afford to drink. What's that going to do with that man? I said I'd buy you a drink. You don't have to buy me one. Now drink it down.